Good morning, everyone. My name is Sil, or Silard, and welcome to the Mornings on Perspective. This is a crisp new podcast. I have never ever done this before. I felt very attracted mm, to the idea of podcast. And um, now, or in a moment, I will share with you why I decided to start this podcast. I'm 36. I work as a facilitator, trainer, and program designer using perspective-oriented mindset and uh, state management in my work. Um, Yeah, so what is this podcast about? I hope, because that's my intention, this podcast is about perspective. For me, perspective means freedom. Very often, um, I see, and I also feel on myself, that we humans, we want to... We want to feel free. We want to be free. And um, if we don't have a job, we want to have a job. But if we have a job, then we feel stuck in that job. If we don't want to relate, don't have a relationship, then we want a relationship. And once we have that relationship, we feel stuck in that relationship. Whatever we have is not enough, and uh, we want something else. And whenever we don't have that thing that we have or had recently, then it feels like a lot of lack that something is missing. is very demanding this experience of ups and downs of emotional roller coaster uh, ups and downs of confusing thoughts which are judgmental towards us and towards the world while um, spending a lot of energy on things which uh, I believe we really shouldn't spend too much energy on. As you can hear, my English is not the best, uh, but hopefully this is why, uh, because or hopefully because of this, <laughs> I will have the chance to speak more simply. At least I'll do my best. So for me, perspective brings freedom, the real freedom. One which is beyond judgment, beyond fear, beyond uh, all the musts that we think that we have and all the needs that we think that we need. It is a wide variety of options that we can choose from. These options are actually actions. These are there to help us navigate the world and uh, act a 
upon what we want to act, not because we don't have other choice, but because we choose to act upon that, knowing the price, knowing the benefit. And in the process of acting, we are letting go of the things that we don't have an effect on. It's not in our control. <laughs> Sounds amazing, right? <clears throat> Sorry, it's really warning here. Yes, sounds amazing. It's so easy. If somebody describes it, yet I feel and I see on others that it's quite demanding. It's quite a stretch. Why? I don't know. <laughs> it would be really lovely if we would be able to find it out together. I have asserted some things though. I think that based on our observ... Uh, let me correct myself. I believe, based on my observation, th that... Um, being free is very scary. It's a scary thought. We actually never, or almost never, want to be free. Um, I imagine ourselves in such situations as sheep, um, which are, uh, let's say, um, awaken enough or, or bright enough to see that hey we are in a cage and we want more freedom but not uh, bright enough or mature enough to handle freedom itself basically we just want a bigger field to be in more variety of herbs and weeds and grass and maybe to have the opportunity to touch in the darkness of the forest as well from time to time and if you think about it this makes a lot of sense freedom is a scary thing what to do when you don't have to do anything when nobody tells you what it needs to be done, what will you do, what can you do, what should you do. I don't know about you, but remembering myself as a teenager, um, I started to rebel against many, many things. Some rebellions were very loud, very well, explosive. Others were silent and uh, quite aggressive. I remember my mother telling me <clears throat> at one point when she was desperate with me and my stubbornness and my so-called laziness and my confusedness, she asked me, what happened to you? You are such a nice child.
Um, I, I remember being a child. It was so nice to be, to belong, to feel that I am part of something, to feel that I belong to the family, to feel that I have a place and I have a role. And it was so nice to follow the guidance of my parents. They told me when to eat and what to eat, when to wake up and when to go to sleep, even in the afternoon, which was always a, an annoying thing, a thing to do, because I didn't want to sleep, despite the fact that I was tired. It was so nice. And I was totally okay with it uh, when they told me how to sit and how to behave in certain circumstances, how to use the knife and the fork, and in which, which situations. And as a teenager, for me, many of these things have shifted. But shifted in a very funny way, I believe. I... Um, I didn't know what I want. I just knew what I don't want anymore. I didn't know what I want. I just knew that I don't want to be bossed around and I want to be told uh, what I have to do. Uh, I don't want to behave nicely. I don't want to conform to the standards of uh, well, let's say my village life or my family's um, ceremonies. I believe that I am more. I believed that I know better. And I believed that uh, I will do better as well. While I was busy rebelling against what I know that I don't want, uh, it was quite a struggle to find what I want. Because I didn't know what I need. I didn't know what my goals are, what my vision is, what my dreams are. And I certainly know, didn't know who I am. I was angry, I was frustrated, I was lost, I was irritated, I was, well, many, many things. And um, I wanted to be free, to move away. So I did. And then... <laughs> oh, you guys. <laughs> and then I really wanted to move back home. Because <laughs> suddenly... Um, well, I ended up in a different school, um, approximately 100 kilometers away from my village. Um, it was a high school, and um, although they were providing services for housing, um, I choose, we choose to house uh, somewhere in a rented room in an apartment somewhere in the city. This means I have to manage my food, I had to manage the cleaning, I had to manage 
uh, well, myself. Um, this means cooking, this means cleaning, this means ironing, this means, well, handling myself and my finances. And my finances, as you can guess, it was very limited. My parents did their best, but uh, uh, the budget was uh, quite limited and the wallet was tight. And I was hit by all of these uh, confusing things like finances, how to manage your money, or um, food. You go home and there is no food, so you either have to go shopping or do something from scratch or wait until you receive a care package uh, at the weekend. And while I was rebelling against things that I don't like, I was desperately looking for things that I would want, I would like, I would need. I was interested in many things. <laughs> I'm sure you can uh, empathize with that. I was interested arts, I was interested in literature, I was interested in some technical things. Oop, that's my belly. I was interested in knowing everything around me, understanding it, being able to handle it, to manipulate it, to do something with it. And I also wanted to help. And I was lost. My parents, against whom I was rebelling a lot, my parents, um, they did their best to guide me, but um, since I went out of the village, they didn't have perspective on things. They did their best to um, to com comfort me and to guide me from their perspective. But their knowledge and wisdom was limited. And I was desperately looking for people who I like, things that I like, uh, groups to which I can belong in order to be able to find out who I am, how I am, the person as I am. And uh, suddenly I became an adult and this confusion didn't disappear. This confusion stayed. I thought that becoming an adult would mean that um, the confusion crystallizes and I get the essence and then it will go away. Well, it didn't. It just stayed. And it became more and more pressing, more and more annoying, more and more challenging. 
I was doing things that I didn't like just to be acknowledged. And I did that for many years. And then there was a moment when I said, okay, I will stop studying for a while and I will do something else. I will go volunteering. My parents were quite desperate. They thought that, well, uh, although I was a bright kid, studying, maybe it's not for me, but volunteering, that doesn't make any sense. I should start a job, I should, I should start working and uh, I should become a person in line with the ex expectations of the society. And then when they saw that um, I am not doing that, of course, they supported me and then took care that I know what I'm doing and where I'm going. I took a sabbatical year, let's just call it that way. Um, and I went abroad and, and I met myself, you guys. And this was the first time when I could be in line with myself. I had no clue what I'm doing. I was just um, working with my hands and spending time alone, reading, um, analyzing, understanding myself and the world around me. And this started a very lovely process that never stopped since then. Yeah, great story, Szilard. Um, but once again, why perspective? I believe perspective comes when people are free and if perspective is created people become free this freedom is not just a philosophical freedom it is a very practical one once we know that we have options and once we see what are those options and once we understand that there are many, many options that we can do in a certain situation, even if we are limited by nature or by nurture, I don't know, to think that we have only one option or two or three. Once we all know this, realize this, then we become free. Of course, there are some tips and tricks, for example, taking care to separate emotions from facts, thoughts from facts, and um, also to see what is our vision, where do we want to go, what do we want to do in order to, I don't know, to get rich, to grow, to have a family, to find our partner, to have a sustainable and balanced love life to be able to communicate sustainably perspective comes from uh, many sources i get my <laughs> 
daily dose from a perspective from social media but also talking to people but also reading also watching videos um, also challenging myself also sometimes just making a really nice pot of tea it comes through cooking walking jogging swimming meditating doing yoga hiking facilitating uh, training courses and various other types of programs i wanted to i wanted to create a space where perspective somehow is in focus without focusing on it i don't know what this means uh, but it would be really lovely if we could find that out together it would be a space where i will talk and uh, we will have lovely dialogues with um, people who i will invite hopefully this will pick up soon and we will see what we can do about perspective how can we trigger it how can we manage it what is the different attitudes towards perspective how can we nurture it in a way that it becomes empowering it becomes a force of creation a liberation of opening I don't know how this podcast will sound, honestly, and I'm a bit <laughs> concerned. I want to say scared, I want to be terrified, I want to say terrified, but uh, I'm just concerned um, what people will think and how people will act and what people will do when they hear my voice. <laughs> It's 22 minutes already. Um, thank you for... <laughs> bearing with me until now the discussions will be approximately um, half an hour or maybe that will be a bit longer but then in separate sections my um, my vision is to have this every morning and then I post it and then you listen whatever you can Feel free to follow my channel, feel free to comment and feel free to add topics uh, regarding perspective that you would like to address either here on, or on any social media channel that, uh, that you can uh, identify. Thank you very much. I was still your host and Once again, thank you for listening and welcome to Mornings on Perspective. Now, go out and breathe, smile, be kind to yourself and enjoy your day.